0: Welcome back to White Fox After Hours. Welcome.
1: I'm Cody. And I'm Scarlett. And we're your hosts of the White Fox official podcast. So firstly, before we get into the episode, how has your week been?
0: It's been good. I feel like I'm back on track this week. And you know what's been happening this week? I feel like we have really twin brain. Like we we showed up on
1: Monday in the exact same outfit. Oh my (laughs) God. Not planned. We should have got, we were going to get a TikTok because everyone kept coming up to me and saying, Cody, and I would turn around
0: and I'd be like, no, no, literally like, I feel like Monday was just a twin day for us. I don't know what was going on, but like this week it's been something else. We've been on the same page. It's actually so funny. Like
1: people are coming up to saying, "Did you plan this?" And I'm like, "No, Look, of actually." Course we didn't plan Hard to this. believe, but we didn't message each other this morning saying, "What are you do wearing?"
0: You want to the same outfit to work. What a
1: great idea. But maybe we should be doing that because
0: No, we should do that to wear different outfits because yeah. it needs to stop. I know. <laughs> anyway, how's your week been? <laughs>
1: It's been good. Um, we've been keeping busy with lots of warehouse shifts at the moment, so we've yes. been helping out um, in dispatch, which has been fun little change.
0: I know, it actually is a bit refreshing, like, to do something different. Yeah,
1: um, but yeah, just helping getting everyone's orders out this week, so yeah, I feel like we've been busy with that. Yes, we have been really busy. Yeah, and <laughs> lots of Coachella outfit planning, oh that God. has been a big part of my week, so yes. something that... I wanted to do this year was be more organised with outfits so I'm planning ahead and I'm actually been loving um, copying and pasting my photos and putting it into my notes so for outfit planning that's my recommendation if anyone's planning any outfits um, to use that feature on the notes
0: I'm like no, no Scarlett we can't have done this again (laughs) I literally have as my in this week these are the exact words oh my god I literally say, new feature on notes
1: where you can plan your outfits. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> oh, I actually can't. Like, this is this is not okay.
1: It's getting unhealthy, it's our getting... twin brain energy. <laughs> I feel like I don't have my own thoughts anymore. Honestly, it's becoming an issue. But, okay, so we have one no, recommendation it's... of the week. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually
0: so good, though. Like, and then you can make them bigger as well. So you can see the mm. full, like, I'm, I'm a visual person. I need, like all the accessories, all the different cutouts, and then the outfit's just there in your head. You don't have to try. Like, you can you can just look at it. You're like, yeah, sorted. Yeah. Because we both are guilty of spiralling if we don't have an outfit oh, sorted. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> I know. I've even got a pre-warning yesterday by some of the girls. So, like, you've got to be on time this time. Like, you've got to have your outfits <laughs> oh, planned. <laughs> because, yeah. yeah, we are known for this. Yeah, it's not good. Love but that for us. with the new notes feature, we shall be on time. So... What talk are you on this week? I feel like we haven't done this in a few weeks, so I'm interested to hear. She has been saying she's been on TikTok a lot. Actually, I've been posting on White Fox some nights. I see Cody's active sign on all times. She's always on TikTok.
0: I literally, I know I said that I was going to stop, but I'm just loving it too much. (laughs) I've been on TikTok so much recently and it's really bad, but like, I'll go on at night and just... Just scroll no, no, and scroll. I've been seeing you on that little Yellow
1: and my, I mean, Green Light. Yeah, my
0: housemate has been like hearing me giggle until all hours of the night. And the thing is, I'm stuck on this talk, and I actually really want to tell you about. it. Okay, okay. I don't know if you've seen these videos, but I'm on improv talk, and it's specifically these two guys that they're like improvising. You know that filter
1: where. You tap it and it comes up with a letter. Okay, so I haven't been on TikTok too much lately. I've been having a bit of a, <laughs> a bit been of a having cleanse. a bit of a cleanse off TikTok. Okay. So right, inform right. me. I'll inform
0: you. <laughs> so they're going like viral. And basically they're using the filter where you tap the screen and it comes up with a letter, and they're improvising as if they're like gossip mums. And whenever like a letter comes up, they have to incorporate like a word with that letter into their like gossip conversation. And it's ah. honestly so funny. Like i and now that it's been going so viral, they're doing like all kinds of different skits and I literally spent like maybe two hours going through all of their videos <laughs> the other night and I was like actually that is crying. so fun. It was like midnight and I was crying. Am I... <laughs> do we need to do this trend? Yeah, maybe we should. <laughs> maybe we should. Oh, I don't know if we could do it as well. But maybe we can put our own spit on it. Okay, I need to be on improv talk apparently. Yeah, so I've been seeing that and then I just see like all different skits and like comedy things and I'm really loving it. It's, like, okay. it's a really positive place to
1: be. <laughs> She's on a new side of TikTok. You've I left the um, Manifesting a Boy, <laughs> um, Horoscope Talk, and we're on to improv
0: cards. Talk. Yeah, it's a really different era for me and I'm so about it. But it's so funny so it entices me to go on TikTok more and I need to stop.
1: <laughs> so maybe it's not quite healthy as we (laughs) know. Anyway, have you got a talk since you haven't been on TikTok? Okay, yes, I have been on a little bit. The talk that I'm on, I, so I just went back on and I think I was talking about Harry Styles with one of my friends. So it obviously was listening and I'm sure you've seen this as well, but yes. Harry kissing Amrata is my talk. I'm shocked, um, heartbroken and I'm not I okay. I thought you would be. I'm not okay. Um, I was waiting for the podcast to discuss this with you because <laughs> <laughs> for anyone listening, Cody is a very big Harry fan.
0: Yes, I am. Um... And it wasn't good news for anyone. And my talk as well as everyone reacting to it and being like, no. (laughs) Yeah. So what do we think about this romance? My feelings aside, I'm kind of obsessed with it. I love Emrata. She's such like an icon. And And so is is Harry. And I feel like they'd just be really great together.
1: I didn't see it coming, but it does make a lot of sense. Yeah.
0: And Um, they're both like
1: so hot. I know. But she's a mum as well. I did see a TikTok as well. Um, I haven't like really fact checked this too much, but I have seen TikToks about M Rada and Olivia Wilde, his ex, being friends, and there's been like Getty images of them together. And apparently, Recently. there's yeah, I've seen TikToks about M asking for Olivia's forgiveness.
0: Wow, Harry is always in weird like love
1: triangles, mm. isn't he? Interesting. I know, sort of interesting to see it. what comes out about that because I yeah. think that's only just, yeah, like come out yesterday. Do we think it's like a publicity stunt?
0: Because he's not very public about like kissing people and all of a sudden he's making out with Emirata. So I'm like, mm, but maybe I'm just hurt and I... What <laughs> yeah, <about> maybe... <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, it can't she's be, not it can't ready be real. to admit it that can't they're possibly
0: together. be <laughs> um, I'm here for it yeah I'm here for it too another one that
1: I was seeing as well I said I haven't been on TikTok I? <laughs> I'm a little liar <laughs> But another one I did see was Selena and Zane's a oh, kissing and holding hands this week yes. too.
0: Did you see the TikTok? That's that girl that like connects all the dots of how they all... I... To... Okay, I'm obsessed with this girl as well. She does it for every celebrity like relationship and so she connects like literally every reason why it's such a big deal and like how they're all connected to each other and there's so many factors to Zane and Selena that I'm obsessed with. Okay,
1: but go also... on. Tell, me, tell uh, me some of the okay,
0: facts. Okay, 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 okay. Well, there's Zane and Gigi and And then, oh, Gigi and Bella, Bella and The weekend, Selena and The weekend, Selena and Justin, Justin and Kendall, Kendall. It's like there's so many factors. I can't even think of all of them. There's so many names and so many things involved that it's just, it's wild. Wait, so how is that all connected? You'll have to watch the video. She draws like a mind map of all of it. And so they all are connected in some way, whether they've like dated in the past or they're siblings or they're... It's it's a lot of the Kardashian-Jenners. Well, Jenner's. it's a
1: hard world out there for celebrities. I mean, if you're dating in, I mean, the same like A-list celebrity scene, there's, yeah, not, that many there's not that many options. No, So it's going to be linked. But I
0: do love this. I I love Satan as well.
1: Yeah, I know. I Yeah, they do look good together. They do
0: look good together.
1: But yeah, we'll have to share that TikTok on the After Hours page because I'm interested.
0: On celebrity couples... I have seen a lot about Zendaya and Tom Holland recently.
1: Have you? I love them. Yeah, And
0: okay. here's a theory. Do you remember last year there was all that stuff about Short King Spring? No. <laughs> apparently there's going to be a resurgence.
1: Short King Spring? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you it's, heard it here first. Yeah, Spring in the US <laughs> and apparently... So when short Kings are in. Short Kings are in. So when we're off <laughs> at Coachella, watch out for, for, the, sh- for the, the Short, short kings. kings. They're out here. Okay. So, uh, I don't know, it's just a warning to everyone, be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> but I think We're that's... just
1: heading into Short King Spring? I guess
0: so. <laughs> I guess
1: that's how it is. I <laughs> do <Automate rules>. uh. <laughs> So today we're doing an episode on behind the scenes of the socials team. We have had a few people ask us to do a podcast on how we got into our roles. Yeah. And we do have quite a few people reach out on Instagram and yeah, ask us how we got into our roles. We thought we would share that with you. Yeah. Just go through like our career journey, how we started working at
0: White Fox, all the all the career questions that we ask all of the guests. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna answer ourselves <laughs> today. So interviewing ourselves. Yeah.
1: But we did put our a question box and asked you a few questions so we're gonna answer a few of those for you too
0: yes and we also have some funny behind the scenes stories to share at the end so <laughs> stay tuned if you want the tea of what it's really like working in social behind media the of what it actually is because yeah.
1: it's not all <laughs> as we know it's not all what you see on Instagram is it
0: <laughs> yes that is correct we have certainly had some interesting experiences I think Scarlett and I attract weird things happening we actually us. do yeah so but you have We'll Stay, get into yeah, that. to the end of the episode
1: that's um we're teasing that <laughs> so our first question is so Like we do on the other episodes, where did it all start? Um, Did you always know you wanted to be in the industry? And how did we first get a job at White Fox?
0: Yeah, so (laughs) did you want to go first because you started
1: in the team first? So I have always known that I've wanted to work in the fashion industry. I remember um, a few years ago, I was actually looking through, I had a box of old things at home and I found this book and it was from me in primary school year six. And it said, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I just wrote in there, I want to be in fashion. Did you? Yeah. That's so cute. I know. I literally, <laughs> even still from, yeah, year six. I was wow. She's a fashion girly <laughs> from
0: day one. Through and through.
1: <laughs> um, Yeah. So when I finished school, I tried out a few different fashion colleges. Um, I did like a few like little day courses and I started at um, doing an online fashion college, but kind of just didn't feel right. Mm -hmm. And then um, a few, like a year or so later, my mum was looking online and found Irana Fashion College in Sydney. And we went down to Sydney for the day and had a look. And I just remember getting there and looking around the college and just feeling like, oh my God, this is right. Like, I just fell in love with the place yeah. um I yeah met the teacher there and I just like left feeling so excited I was like this is exactly like where I'm meant to be and what I'm meant to be doing yeah um and yeah from there I moved to Newcastle and every week I would get the train down from Newcastle to Sydney to go to the fashion course Aww. <laughs> I was a dedicated little girl. it must have been
0: so <laughs> exciting like the first kind of taste that you have of something that you really love doing is so exciting I always I know
1: I know and even like going and doing study that I was excited about doing the homework and it was just so easy like just yeah um so yeah every week I'd get the train down and do the fashion college and while I was working there I actually got a role at a little like fashion business in Newcastle at the time um so my role there was e-commerce retail assistant but because it was such a small team I was doing like customer service um I was like packing orders and working really closely with the directors which was really cool like with the owners. Yeah. Um, so I kind of got like a broader picture of how everything works. After I finished my course, I went and travelled for a little bit and I remember this moment I was sitting on the bus and I just like it just kind of clicked. I just had a moment. I was like I need to go back to Sydney and – like get my foot in the door in fashion somehow yeah when I got back I moved down to Sydney and I saw a job going at White Fox for a quality control coordinator which is super like entry level role um so I was actually in the design and production team and I applied for that job and ended up getting an interview and (laughs) came in and had an interview with Holly and the HR manager at the time and um what they ended up calling me and saying I didn't get the job. So yeah. (laughs) How did we get here First first time doing this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I actually didn't get the job at first. They called me and they were like, there's someone that's come in. That's um, that's got it. That's like a little bit more experienced. And I was a bit disappointed, but I was like, yeah, no, that's okay. And then the next day they called me back and said, "Um, we know you didn't get the job, but would you like to come in for a fit model meeting? Like, Kind of just to Wait, get my measurements. I didn't know this.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so like they, yeah, they like, do you want to come in for a fit model, like measure to see if you could be a fit model here? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Is this
0: I'm the first time yeah. hearing this story. <laughs> Keep
1: going. <laughs> so yeah, I came in that was actually with the manager that I would have been getting the role with with Mm -hmm. the quality control coordinator so I came in and did the meeting and met the team and fell in love with the office um and then yeah because I just thought like why not I'll just come in and do that (laughs) (laughs) so the next day HR called me back and they said we actually really loved you like you feel like you'd be like a really good culture fit so we want to offer you the original role
0: that's so crazy. What if you didn't do that fit model thing? Like you just,
1: they wouldn't have known. That's so cool. I know, and I feel like because they are very big on culture, that's kind of what they were like when they met me. They were like, okay, no. Wow. Yeah, I don't know what happened there.
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that was obviously a meant cool story. to story. Yeah, it was absolutely. Yeah. Wow. That is a journey that I did not know anything about. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So then from there, obviously, I was working in the design and production team as the quality control coordinator. Um, And, yeah, as I said, like it was a super entry level role. I was just checking stock. I was like, I would go through hundreds and like thousands of shoes, like checking if like something had a mark on them or something was wrong. I would go through and, yeah, quality control everything. Yeah. Be like measuring stock. (laughs)
0: She was out there doing the most. I was
1: doing the most, but yeah, no, it was a really good way to kind of get my foot in the door. Um, And then about eight months later, I saw a marketing assistant role being advertised um, and Yeah, I think something that's really amazing about Daniel and Georgia is they're so, which are our directors, um, they're like encourage you to go for different roles internally and they really support that internal growth. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I ended up applying for that and, um, had my interview and then when it came to the feedback, they said, um we really think that you'd be really suited to a social media role, which wasn't even advertised at the time. So I just wasn't expecting that. Mm. Um, And they just said, like, we think, yeah, you'd be better suited to this. It's a bit more creative. Like, would you want to think about doing that, like going down that path instead? Um, And I just said, no, I don't need to think about it. Like a hundred (laughs) percent. I want to go down that role. Like that sounds amazing. Cause I guess at the time I still, I knew I wanted to be in marketing, um, but I didn't know the like exact area. Yeah.
0: It's hard to know before you actually do it, I think. or like, Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's so many different
0: parts of marketing. I was really similar when I first started. It's like, you, you just don't know where you're going to fit. But yeah, socials is like...
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like now we know <laughs> we're like, we wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Yeah. But at the time where you don't know exactly... Like what the ins and outs of the roles are, you just like oh marketing, like yeah. So yeah, started as a social media assistant, and that was really cool because I took over from Georgia, who um, at the time was doing it all. So it was like start of a new team, which obviously they were a little bit smaller when I first started. Yeah, because
0: this was the start of like social
1: media the team. as like a really yeah. yeah. Well, when I took over, so many different people were doing different parts. So I took over from. Quite a few people. Yeah. Um, But yeah, George was doing the majority of it at the time. Um And I kind of, yeah, learned through Georgia and Tina and Laura and they were really amazing mentors when I first started. And, yeah, it was just such a cool opportunity because it was like such a new team. From there I was a social media assistant for quite a few months, then um was promoted into social media coordinator and now social media manager. Yes. And with a team of two, which it's just been so amazing to see the team grow. But now over to you.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, I had quite a different journey to you, I think. Um, Also quite unconventional, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do when I finished school. I'd always done like performing arts, like singing, dancing, acting when I was younger. So I kind of thought that I would end up in that industry. And when I left school, I realized that I wanted to study. I wanted to do something kind of different. So I I thought that I was going to study like marketing and media, but I didn't really know what industry I wanted to be in. So I ended up doing a gap year and I actually moved to London with my best friend for a year. And it was honestly like the best year of my life. It was so much fun. And when I was over there, I was just planning on traveling and doing like a working holiday, but I ended up getting some pretty cool jobs. I was really lucky with the jobs that I got. So one of them was working at Giorgio Armani's head office over there, which was honestly amazing. Yeah (laughs) it was very Devil Wears Prada vibes like Mm. everyone was very chic Italian it was yeah it was amazing Um, and I just loved working there like I loved dressing up and going to work I was signing myself up to do like literally everything I could Um, and I ended up getting offered an internship there but at the time doing a working holiday supporting myself I couldn't really take an unpaid internship but it did open up my eyes to the fact that like a fashion job was within reach I didn't really think that that was something I could do and then after that I got a job at Disney's head office over there which was honestly just like the coolest office ever there was like yeah themed meeting amazing. rooms. amazing everyone <laughs> like whenever there was a new movie everyone could go and like watch it together <laughs> like they had like three cinemas in the office it was insane um and I was doing like a HR like recruitment over there so I wasn't in the media space at all but I did get to be around it and see how it all worked and ABC News was recorded there as well. So I got to see like the behind the scenes of the journalism and presenting and everything. So I think after those two experiences, I thought that I'd want to get into like fashion or media somehow. So I came home because of COVID and I ended up starting my degree. Um, I was studying a Bachelor of Marketing and Media and I wanted to just find a job that I could do on the side. But then The job at White Fox came up and it was a full-time role um, just as the receptionist. So it was a very entry-level position, but... I'd seen White Fox. I was a White Fox customer myself. And I just thought, yeah, that's the job for me. Like any step that I can get my foot in the door, I want to do that. So I had the interview and I came into the office and I literally like, same as you, I fell in love. It was honestly like this office is incredible. And I still walk no, here it's every day. It was such a
1: real feeling, wasn't I it? I love the it first here. Time especially just like, <laughs> yeah, I wow, know. like this is where I work.
0: <laughs> literally. Um, and so I met with The HR manager at the time and Georgia. And yeah, I just, I knew that I had to work there. (laughs) Um, So I ended up getting the job as the receptionist first. I was doing reception and customer service for about eight months. And then the job in social media came up. And I'd already told Scarlett (laughs) so many times that I wanted to work in social media. And I just, she was on the hunt. (laughs) I was on the hunt. I loved like everything that you did. I was like, yes, like I really want to work in the social media team. And so I went for the role and I ended up getting it so I took over as the social media assistant and Scarlett moved on to the social media coordinator and then six months to a year later a year later I would say I moved into the social media coordinator and Scarlett became the manager and here we are today Yay, here we here <laughs> so yeah I mean very different journeys for us both I would say but yeah like we're both in a place that we're like so like we love our job so much so much
1: and like I feel like because we both started so early on in the team like yeah the changes and the growth that we've seen in it and like what is coming is so exciting. Oh my God. Yeah. Social media is constantly changing. I think that's the
0: main thing that we are always like trying to do what's like, there's always Mm -hmm. something new coming up and we're always trying to keep ahead of the next thing and the next trend. So it's like what our team looked like when we started is so different to how it is now.
1: For sure. And even like our kind of, obviously our day-to-day tasks, they're the same, but what we're working on can be so different at different times. Yeah. Yeah. What we're focusing on. I mean, like obviously now, (laughs) yeah, every week, like obviously now it's a lot like with TikTok and the podcast. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just always changing and it's so much fun to keep up with.
0: Literally. That's like my favorite part about the job. I think is that it, every day is different. No day is the same. <laughs> and you just never know what's coming next. Yeah. So it keeps it very exciting, And we sure. love the
1: fast pace. Like, well, I know personally, like, love being so fast paced. Like, there's yeah. just always something fun happening, like a yeah. new event, a new uh, marketing activity. There's just always something on. There is always something on. <laughs> <laughs> Our next question was, did you need any qualifications um, or did you study to get into this role? Well, you did your fashion course yeah so I studied um a certificate for in fashion business with Irana fashion business college um I don't necessarily think that you need to do that however I think it is a good way to get in like your foot in the door because for one it shows um that you're committed and really wanting to be in the industry yeah um and the other thing is being able to network with different people, like in those colleges, um, something that's really good that they do is having internships. So they're able to, um, connect you with different brands and give you that, um, experience in the actual role. Um, but I don't, yeah, I don't necessarily think that you need it, but I, um, I think it's good to have. And I know when I'm looking at um, resumes now and I see someone's done that and then they've gone and done like three internships like it really shows how committed you are and you know like how much you're wanting to learn yeah so I think it does help you stand out but and yeah,
0: yeah. I have studied as well I actually I'm still studying <laughs> yes you are <laughs> um so I went and did a degree at a university so I am in my final year now, and I have been studying
1: and working full time the whole she's time. She's doing so the most. She, she's
0: <laughs> keeps me busy. Like we are
1: flying to LA, and Cody's <laughs> got her laptop out doing, doing a uni assessment. <laughs> <laughs> like we the other. Everyone else is having a wine, like sleeping and Cody's bed, tapping away on her uni. Assessment.
0: <laughs> oh gosh, it keeps me busy, but I love. I thrive doing the most. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I I don't think it's. Like, I don't think you need it now, but I think I agree. It's good to show that you can commit to something and finish something and it really shows that you want it. And I think within an actual, like, uni degree, it does give you, like, the traditional elements of, like, marketing um, and the background of everything, which is also useful. But I think with something like fashion business, it's a lot more, like, real-world, like, experience, especially, like, it's more niche in fashion, My degree is a bit more broad. Um, So, yeah, I don't think that you do need it, but I guess it does give you something over maybe other people. It might make you stand out over someone else if they didn't have the degree. But I think that work experience is so much more valuable, to be honest. Yeah,
1: I do agree. But do you think that you use what you learn um, in your degree much in your role? Like, do you think that it helps you? Um, I think maybe to begin with,
0: it did. But every job is, like, so specific to, mm. like, the different tasks that you do and, like, the brand and everything. So, I don't know. I think some elements did in the beginning. Now, I just kind of want to finish it. <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs> um, And Scarlett knows this. I'm always complaining about uni. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think it did in the beginning. Now, not so much. Mm. Well, actually, I did do a unit on podcasting. Yes, you which did. Which was helpful, in the beginning um but yeah I don't I don't know I think especially in fashion and like the media kind of industry it's not something that you need anymore yeah you can definitely teach yourself things like all the information is available online you can do shorter courses you can like have mentors that help you out doing things there's and like there's so many different internships that you can Mm. apply for so I don't think it's overly
1: necessary I do agree and I think even with the fashion courses, that's probably why they are a good thing too because they are um, very specific to what you would be doing. Yeah. Um, Like you are learning about branding and events and social media and like through professionals as well. Yeah. Because they are people in the industry. Yeah. like real people working in these real jobs in the brands that you want to work in yeah. coming in and teaching for the day. So yeah, I think they both have, I mean like up like plus sides to either doing a uni degree or the fashion college, but yeah, yeah like sure. we said, it's not hundred percent necessary. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the next
0: question is, do we have any advice for anyone wanting to start out in the industry? I think going on from what we were just saying is just sign yourself up for literally everything. Like you need to show that you want it, I think, because our world now moves so quickly, especially in like social media. People kind of think that opportunities are going to be handed to them, but you really do have to commit and show that you want it and just dedicate your time and your energy to this thing that you want. And don't be afraid to tell people that you want it. Like people are willing to help you. So yeah, I think that's my biggest advice is like, you might have to do the jobs that you don't want to do in the start or you might have to start somewhere that isn't the end goal, but you will get there if you really put the hard work in.
1: Yeah, I agree. And like Cody and I said um we like Cody started in customer service Mm. reception and I started um in quality control and I think the thing is yeah just getting your foot in the door and even working somewhere like a lot of people who have worked up their way up in White Fox um have started in dispatch yeah and that's such an amazing way to get your foot in the door and um you working really hard and showing your work ethic in that role and your dedication in that role goes such a long way yeah um and like we said like a lot of companies are um looking for people internally for their teams um and another thing is like if you are in that kind of role you can reach out to the manager of that team and like say to them look I want to like be in this role, like Cody said, but even um just asking for that support and mentoring and asking if there's anything extra you can do, like mm. that really stands out. Doing like a fashion course, like like we said before, or just getting your foot in the door and doing the that work.
0: I agree. I feel like just literally signing yourself up for anything. Mm. Like it's good for yourself to know what you want and what you like, because you might sign yourself up for something and you actually don't like it and That's like you would have wasted your time trying to get there. Mm. But also it does make you look more employable just having a vary of experiences.
1: So, yeah. The next question that we had was how do you deal with imposter syndrome? (laughs) Oh, that's that's the big one. It is a good question and I think... Like Cody spoke about in another episode that you've struggled with a little bit, and mm. um, I think just doing things that are out of your comfort zone is always going to make you feel a bit like, "Am I going to be able to do this?" But I think just pushing through and doing those things is what helps with that.
0: Yeah, like for sure. putting
1: yourself out of your comfort zone, and I know we've definitely done that a lot. Like, like we said when we first started, how this role has changed and transformed into what it is. We've been putting ourselves out of our comfort zone constantly but I think it's been the best thing that's happened like we've loved every step and I think obviously doing it together yeah has really helped um but yeah I think my like one of my biggest tips is just Knowing that what is meant for you, like what is happening for you right now is what's meant for you. Yeah. And um, yeah, just always putting yourself out of your comfort zone and what's the worst that's going to happen?
0: Literally, that's pretty much my advice as well. Mm. I think you have to remember that. And I think I said this in the other episode as well, that if you weren't ready, you wouldn't get the opportunity. And I. that's how I kind of have overcome this imposter syndrome because I just keep telling myself that like having those affirmations it's like no like that voice in your head is literally just an intrusive thought because if you weren't ready you would not you get the opportunity the, yeah and i think also like even the narrative of thinking you're not ready like who cares like if you just say yes to any opportunity it's amazing that you've been presented that well that's how you're going to learn as it's well an like if to you learn. don't do yeah. that then you're never going to get better at it literally and i think by pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and learning new skills is how you build confidence anyway. Like as Scarlett was saying, we've had to be so like
1: vulnerable putting ourselves out there, (laughs) even on this podcast, like. Yeah, we were so nervous when this first started. We were like, how are we going to do this? I know, it's it's like, we don't know how to do this,
0: but like (laughs) here we are now and we did it all
1: ourselves and
0: We got there eventually and I feel like I've been able to build so much confidence even doing this and every time I've pushed myself out of my comfort zone, I have become so much more confident and that imposter syndrome has slowly crept away. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, every time you take on a new challenge, you might experience it again. But I think, yeah, you've just got to remember that like that's not real. That's just everything in
1: your head yeah it is like it's not your, the like good side of your brain talking no like, it's yeah you need to just not listen to that yeah literally and like fake it till you make it yeah that's yeah that's what
0: you gotta do yeah remember that even the most confident people are probably just they're out there faking it like <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> literally though Got like, you, you heard it here first Everyone's faking.
0: <laughs> I think everyone's faking. I'm, I'm just calling it, like, people that you think are so confident mm. talking. They are just as nervous most of the time. Like, maybe after a while, they'll you build up, like, your confidence in that thing and you're not as nervous. But whenever anyone takes on a new challenge, of
1: course, they're going to yeah, doubt themselves a little bit. Yeah, when something new you haven't done before, um, it is always going to feel like that. Yeah. And that's in any aspect of your life as well. Yeah, literally. Um, but, yeah, I think just... Faking it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. Yeah,
0: and positive affirmations, and surround yourself with people that are going to build you up and support Mm, you. That's a good one. Yeah, sometimes you might get this imposter syndrome because people in your life are bringing you down or making you think that you're not like worthy of these opportunities and so that kind of creeps into your mind but like if you've got people in your life supporting you and saying like oh my god that's amazing like you're gonna do mm-hmm. so well at that then that's just gonna
1: keep building up your confidence yeah, as well. and I think that's something that is uh, like I, we, I know we're gonna get on to our favorite things about working mm. here but that is one of them is the supportive um like company that we work for yeah. like everyone who works here is just so supportive and amazing and uplifting and it's actually just so nice to be around like we're always hyping each other up and yeah it's just such an amazing um like workplace to be in yeah it's
0: I feel like it's a very inspiring environment because mm. everyone just wants to like do the best that they can and like work together and get yeah I don't know I love it here yeah me too <laughs> well, <that's,
1: laughs> let's go into the next question then um, of what is our favorite what are our favourite parts? Part things? about working at White Pog. um I know I just mentioned that one of my favourite parts is the supportive environment that we work in. But another one is all the opportunities that we're given. Mm -hmm. Like the opportunity that we have and um, we're so encouraged and trusted to have these big ideas. And Georgia and Daniel are so amazing at being like, yep, like that sounds amazing. Let's do it. And, yeah, they're always so supportive of like bringing your ideas to life and they love people suggesting different things and like being outside of the box, which is something that I love. Um, And also being able to travel with work. Yeah. (laughs) Is something I could only have ever dreamed of doing and now um, like the last few experiences that I've had like being involved in these huge events and um, influencer trips and yeah being able to go away and even shoot content it's just been so much fun. Yes. Um, I could never have even dreamed of that being part of my work. Oh my god
0: I know it's like how lucky are we to call that work? I know. I agree that's one of my favorite parts as well like being able to travel for work and Like, Scarlett and I are out creating
1: content (laughs) in LA, like, for our job, just, like, videoing what we're doing.
0: Like, it's amazing. literally,
1: when we're over there doing those things, we literally look at each other and we're like, how How? is this work? How?
0: How? (laughs) Like, just having fun with your friend. Like,
1: Like we are doing the most. I know. But it doesn't feel like work. Like, it just is.
0: Yeah, that's, that's definitely one of mine as well. Um, And also, I just love the culture here at White Fox. Like Georgia Mm. and Daniel have done such a good job of creating such an amazing environment. Um, And everyone is just so like-minded and works together so well. And we have such amazing events here where everyone just has so much fun together. And yeah, I think it's a really, really unique workplace and I feel so lucky to like be able to work here so that's definitely my favorite part.
1: Yeah I agree that's for like probably yeah that is one of my favorite parts as well like it is such an amazing culture Mm. that they've created like it's actually unheard of. A lot of people that we have spoken to they and they hear about it they are just like wow like the culture there is literally amazing.
0: Literally yeah and like everyone that
1: works a white box are like my close friends like we all, hang, know, out we all hang out like- all the time <laughs> no it's actually crazy but it is the truth like if you are around like-minded people every day like yeah it's just it's amazing yeah <laughs>
0: okay so I
1: think is that all of our questions yeah that was yeah. all of our questions that we had okay so we're gonna tell
0: some of the behind the scenes stories spill the tea of what it's really like <laughs> working in social media <laughs> we have some pretty funny stories it's not
1: all what you see on instagram and tiktok like no. we said um there is a lot of behind the scenes to what we bring to you
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I
1: mean, I just – we really attract weird things happening to we us. We actually do. I think um, the last trip to L.A. specifically, <laughs> yeah. we had some things happen that, like <laughs> – Oh, there's some funny ones. On Let's it. tell – yeah, we need to stop teasing Let's this. tell us a few. So – we had one day that we were doing like a behind the scenes of a day in the life in LA. So we were kind of just going around and showing like the iconic places in LA and going down to Beverly Hills. We got the Hayley Bieber smoothie. Oh, um, I would kill for one of those. Oh my God. <laughs> right if you're ever there. You have
0: to. You need to it try. Was so, they were like $40, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> worth it. Worth it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so we, um, ended up going, we like, wanted to go for lunch and we went to the Beverly Hills hotel and obviously everything that we're doing, we're posting, being like, we're here, we're wearing this outfit. So we were in the Beverly Hills hotel and we were out on the grass getting some photos. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and also we tried to, um, like you can't really take photos in there. Like
1: we were trying to be really sneaky. <laughs> because it's not, yeah, it's not really the vibe that people are taking photos. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) And um, me and Cody, we we asked this guy where we could go and get a photo and he said, just go down there on the grass and get one, but beware um, if they catch you. yeah.
0: (laughs) We're like, got you, thank you. (laughs) So we
1: walked down and mind you, we're carrying these two suitcases around because we've got the clothes (laughs) for the day that we're going to be changing into. Um, So where does... Walking down with these two suitcases Rolling trailing suitcases. behind us, um, and we're getting a photo on the grass. <laughs> and we hear this like man's voice over this speaker thing. Can the girls on the grass please stop taking photos? <laughs> Mind my, my American accent. <laughs> And we're just rolling our little suitcases like Wah. We're like the girls
0: on the grass, that's us. And we have not gotten the shot yet, so we kept taking photos and then they kept saying, Can the girls on the grass with the suitcases stop taking photos?
1: So we run, we're like, Okay, we've gotta go. We've got we're to go like sprinting with these suitcases. With these suitcases, then we um go down to this grass area.
0: Oh yeah, it just keeps getting worse.
1: So we get to the grass area, so we're like, we're at the front, um Let's just get it here. We'll get a TikTok here. Yeah. We're doing our fit check and this guy in a Tesla kind of drives (laughs) around and stops near us. Yeah. And he was like signaling us to come over. And And we're like, "Uh, hello,
0: stranger danger. I don't think so. (laughs) But for some Uh, reason, Scarlett walks over.
1: (laughs) Well, I didn't know if we were doing something like if, if, if he was trying to tell us something. Yeah. Um, So
0: you walked over, I was like, "Mm, I was keeping an eye (laughs) on our things, making sure you were all good. (laughs) Um, and then what did he say to you?
1: So he was like, do you have a TikTok? And I said, oh, yeah. well, where I gave him White Fox TikTok because I didn't want to give him um, like my personal TikTok. But anyway, he ended up finding my Instagram. Yeah, I'll go back to that. But yeah. so he drives off after I've given him that. Yeah. Me and Cody go back to our TikTok and we've finished that up and we go to walk across the road um, <laughs> to get our Uber. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we walk across. We're rolling across with our little bags behind us over the crossing. Stro- the crossing.
0: We're like, oh, what a journey yeah. that was. Anyway.
1: Um, later that night, I get an Instagram DM and I check it in my request and it's this guy and I was thinking, what is this video? And it's a video of me and Cody. Like he's obviously at the traffic lights and he's videoing us from his – Walking like, in front
0: of his Yes. <laughs> Walking across the road without suitcases, blissfully unaware
1: that he's filming us. How creepy! Oh my god, we lost it. We but you should see this video because it's just so funny. It just represents me and Cody walking around LA with these two suitcases.
0: <laughs> we look so stupid out here on these streets. Oh my god, Scarlett said this to me last night without any context, and I lost it. I was like, Oh my god, this is too good. Like it was oh. so creepy. It was so
1: creepy, but we'll we'll put it on the Instagram for you guys to see what we're talking about so you can (laughs) envision it. It's too funny. Um, oh, later on that day, I think we were like, oh, this was a
0: day, this, this was a day <laughs> we were hungry. And so we wanted to get some cute, like lunch content. And so we went to this place in like Santa Monica, I think. Yep. And Skylar had been there before. So we were like, yep, yeah, this is going to be great. So we sit down and from the beginning, I could tell it was just going to be an <laughs> awkward experience. And we don't really get that awkward about content anymore because we've done it so mm. much. Like we literally were out there on the streets, like filming TikToks, but they, <laughs> they were looking at us with our suitcases and our tripod, constantly taking photos of no, each other. we were
1: literally in this restaurant, rolling our suitcases around with a tripod. Oh, and we would both go into the bathroom
0: and get changed every like 10 minutes because we wanted to try on like our different outfits and find different spots. And they were just looking at us like, what are these girls doing? Like they did not get it at all. And it was just, I don't even know why we were, we got awkward in this one moment. But I think there was just so much judgment in
1: that restaurant. They were like, what are you guys doing? Like oh, they just did not, yeah, they weren't they did with them. Not,
0: <laughs> they did not get it. And so we were constantly moving around this restaurant, like being like, we really, we don't care. We're like, oh, can we sit over there? Like it's nice lighting over there. We're not being rude, but like, we just wanted to get the content, mm. you know? And they were not having a bar of us. By the time we got out of there, we were both like, thank God. Honestly, I've never felt more judged we in my had life. We an
1: audience. And they they wanted to get rid of us. <laughs> so- <laughs> we were like, okay, we nearly got this one. Like, we'll nearly get it. But because we were kind of getting shy, we, we couldn't get it. We were like, okay, one more time, one more time.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. It's like we don't really get shy anymore, but... When there was lots of eyes on us, we were like oh, but they were just sending us nerdy. in and out of the bathroom, mm. in and out. We're mm. like doing these Yeah. These TikToks, these, with these our cocktails. TikToks, yeah. <laughs> that was quite a day. And then we have oh that other one from LA when we were taking content in downtown LA. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so we were taking we had like our tripod out on the street as usual.
1: Yeah, because we were shooting um, with Laura. She was shooting with um, one of the models over there. And we yeah. were like, oh, let's just go out and get some, um, like, quick fit check while we're here. Yeah. And
0: so we had our tripod out and then this guy comes up to us and he's like, oh, um, like, hey, what are you girls doing? We are like, oh, like, we're just taking a TikTok. And he was like, you guys would be perfect for my music video. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like... Oh,
1: what do we now? <laughs> I don't even know if he told us it was a music video at this stage, did he? I think he did because we oh, were like, okay. I um, like,
0: what's your music video? But he wouldn't tell us uh, what yeah, the music yeah. video was. And he's like, no, 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 don't worry about it. Like, just keep doing what you're doing. Can I put my phone in your tripod? And we were like uh like it
1: kind of just happened yeah
0: <laughs> I think he just like I took the phone out and he literally just put it in and he was like just do that again do that again do what you're doing and so here we are in these like cute white fox new arrivals dancing around
1: and this guy just comes in and stands behind us <laughs> and like I and the funny thing is because we were kind of just like what's going on so we didn't realize that there was no music so the one we were doing before like had music we were doing a fit check but then we like were doing something and then we were like wait there's no music playing so we're just out here
0: dancing on the street to no music with this guy in the background posing and um yeah so we were like um where like where is this going like can we can we get your Instagram or something so we can see where, yeah. what's going to come of this? <laughs> so Scarlett gets his Instagram, and then didn't he try and ask you yeah. that?
1: <laughs> Wait, let me get the let me get the messages, <laughs> the receipts. It's so funny because when we ended up looking this guy up later on, he was like this full rapper. Yeah. So he messages me later on and says, "How long are you in LA for? We should hang." <laughs> I just replied saying, sorry, like booked and busy with work. Yeah. And he goes, if you're free, let me know. We can get some food or summon. <laughs> or summon. <laughs> or summon. Ah. You're very pretty and nice. <laughs> 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 we can get some food or summon.
0: <laughs> oh, summon. Oh, I forgot about that. That's so funny. But yeah,
1: when we went back and looked at the video. And he posted the
0: video and we were crying. <laughs> and Everyone, like the whole team was like, what is
1: going oh on? God. We went back and showed Georgia and Daniel and we're like, we're not, they were like, we're not letting you out in these streets no.
0: <laughs> And I think there were other times that we were like shooting content and people came up to us and we were like, no, like no more. Yeah, after no that more. experience,
1: we had a few people saying, yeah, can we just get you in this? I don't know if it's something to do over there or if we're just attracting some weird energy. I've,
0: yeah, I feel like it is over there. Like people are just hustling out there. They're not afraid to ask questions. Mm. Like they... They want us.
1: Where are we hustling
0: dude. We are. Do your own hustle. <laughs> we're booked and busy. <sighs> um, I feel like the moral of the story is that we're always out here doing the
1: most. Wandering <laughs> the
0: streets with our suitcases in Hawaii. We didn't even have we upgraded. Uh, yeah. We upgraded to a suitcase in LA because in Hawaii we had these like shoulder bags and we were carrying them around and it was like 35 degrees. We were sweating. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: like trying to find a bathroom to get changed. Yeah, and there's not many bathrooms around turns out.
0: So yeah. we're changing wherever we can. We're making anyway. our own change rooms out on the streets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we have a lot of fun. We like, do have a lot of fun. And yeah, like we said it doesn't feel like work. Like it yeah. just yeah. But just a bit of an insight into behind the scenes of what goes on in the socials team. <laughs> yes.
0: We certainly always have some stories. We do,
1: and we'll be back with more. <laughs>
0: yes. We will. We'll
1: be back very
0: soon. We'll be with back more. very we'll soon with some back. more. So <laughs> stay tuned. But I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and got to know us and our career journeys a little better.
1: Yeah, we hope everyone enjoyed hearing our stories a little bit more. It's a bit weird because we're usually interviewing other people. But I know
0: I felt so like weird talking about myself <laughs> like that. But yeah, like it's. I think it is. I mean, I learned more about your story. Yeah, me too. And
1: it's nice to reflect on everything. I feel like you never really stopped to think about your journey. So it's nice to stop and think, oh, yeah, like...
0: I know. I know. (laughs) I do love looking back and thinking, like, how far I've come. Because if Cody, like, in 2020 knew what I was doing now, it would send me into a coma. I know. (laughs) If Scarlett knew things, writing, I want to (laughs) work in
1: fashion, looking back now would be like, wow, literally. Literally, it's crazy. It is crazy. And so yeah that's all for today we hope you enjoyed the episode let us know what you think and um if you want more of this kind of episodes or um yeah what you're kind of enjoying and if you're really loving the podcast please follow because it does really help us out more than anything else yeah and make sure you follow us also on instagram and tiktok at white fox after hours for all the extra
0: bts content and we'll see you next week